Welcome to Questions and Ethics with Russell Moore, where we apply the gospel of the kingdom to cultural issues and your questions about the Christian life. And today's question is, what are the possible effects of the Supreme Court decision in the Hobby Lobby case? How does it affect Obamacare, and how does it affect us? Well, that's a good question. I think there are a couple things here. One of them is we need to really recognize how this is going to affect all of us. I mean, sometimes with Supreme Court cases, it can seem really distant from our people. This Supreme Court case is really going to be impactful for all of our our people in our churches for probably the next hundred years, regardless of what the court does. And, And here's why. Because the question is, does Hobby Lobby and and Conestoga Wood, which is Mennonite uh, woodworkers uh, group, do they have the right to carry out their business according to uh, the dictates of their conscience? Now, we all recognize that there are some limits to any right and to any uh, aspect of uh, religious liberty. And so th- there's a limit. I can't say, hey, I'm, I'm a Baptist and, and I've got this uh, coffee shop and I'm not going to serve Lutherans. So, you know, if you look Norwegian to me, get out. You know, there's a limit there. But we also recognize that what what many people are saying and really what the government is saying is that because Hobby Lobby is for profit, that means it doesn't have any uh, religious liberty rights. And and you you think about uh, some of the the ways that some people are ridiculing this. Uh, Oh, so it's a company and this company is now a person, and the, per- the person has religious liberty rights. And so does, does this company tithe? Can this company pray? Is this company going to go to heaven? You know, th- that sort of a ridicule. But in reality, this has to do with, with people. I mean, w- what is a, a corporation? It's a group of people who are coming together and saying, we're going to do things, and we're going to do things in a certain way. And everybody recognizes that a company ought to have some sort of moral uh, caliber. I mean, uh, Marianne Glendon wrote this piece in the Boston Globe the other day that I really encourage you to take a look at because it's, it's fantastic because she gets at what the real issue is. Starbucks says, hey, we're going to sell a fair trade coffee. We're not going to sell coffee that we think is coming from people who are exploited. We, we think, you know, regardless of what you think about Starbucks coffee, you know, they have a right to make that sort of a moral judgment that we don't want to, we want, we don't want to exploit uh, workers to do this. We've been calling on Wall Street for a long time to have uh, some, some moral principles when it comes to how they operate. Uh, those are all corporations, and we expect them to say, we're not going to be involved in things that are going to cause people to lose their homes uh, intentionally or to prey upon vulnerable people. That's what's happening here. you got a group of people who say, hey, we're going to have to start a business, but we don't want to sell shot glasses because that violates our principles. We don't want to uh, – we, we want to sell things that we think are within our moral framework. And they're saying, we can't in good conscience pay for these uh, devices that we think – cause abortions. They're not even saying we won't allow our employees uh, to have these things. They're saying we don't want to pay for it. And so what the, what the Supreme Court is going to decide is whether or not groups of people have rights to carry out their religious liberty and whether or not the government has to show that there's a compelling interest in violating that. Now, sometimes there is uh, a compelling interest um, in the same way with uh, freedom of speech. We believe there's freedom of speech 
Uh, and so we don't want the government coming in and telling the New York Times or Christianity Today, we don't like the fact that you're, you're criticizing an elected official, therefore you can't do it. Uh, no, those, those corporations have the right uh, to speak, freedom of the press. But there are limits to freedom of speech. If um, if the New York Times starts listing where all the uh, the nuclear submarines are located for the United States, the government's going to come in and say, no, no, we have a compelling interest why you cannot print that material uh, and let our enemies know this. Uh, the same thing is going to happen here with religious liberty. So it's a really important case. I think Hobby Lobby and Conestoga Wood are going to win. Uh, as president of the RLC, I don't bet. But if I did... I would probably bet for for Hobby Lobby because I think there's enough precedent here, not only with the Religious Freedom Restoration Act that that really addressed this issue back in 1993, and so the government has to show that compelling interest, but also with some other other cases in recent years. I think Hobby Lobby is going to win. Thank you for listening to this edition of Walking the Line. If you'd like more information about the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, please visit our website at ERLC.com. And if you have a question for a future Walking the Line podcast, submit it to walkingtheline at ERLC.com. That's walkingtheline at ERLC.com. And you can also interact with us on Twitter at WTL Podcast. WTL Podcast.